Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Fantastic. How good was that, hey? How good was that? Yeah, it's uh, really impacting to see Justin's story. And uh, I'm not going to speak for long. I'm only going to speak for a few minutes, really. But just it was funny. Pastor Murray asked me to speak a couple of weeks ago for the chapel. And uh, I went away and, and, and God had really been speaking to me about hope in that season. And uh, I felt like I should speak on that. And then this week we realized it was Compassion Sunday. We were going to do it in the chapel this week. And it really tied in so well uh, with what uh, the, the theme of compassion really is, which is hope. And you heard Justin say it a couple of times there that um, it was hope. It, it brought hope to the family. And, and to be honest, I think hope, out of all the things we bring by our giving, yeah, the education's great, the food's great, the, uh, these things, but I think you bring hope for a brighter future, hope for a future in God, hope for God to move in there. And uh, so I want to speak today on, I want to get, get two things from this. One is, I think we need hope in our lives, and, and you might be short on hope at the moment, or feeling a bit hopeless, in a sense. Um, but I want to bring hope to you today and uh, let God bring hope to you, really, not me bring hope, but let God bring hope to you in this time, and we're going to pray for you. And also, I want us to be able to bring hope to others, bring hope to others. We've got compassion, that is a key aspect, but not just compassion. There's hope we can bring to people around us. You know, the church is the hope of the world. The church is the hope of the world. And I think as you get in that space of, I am a, a hope receiver, but then from that, I'm a hope bringer. It's amazing what God is going to be able to do in your life. And, and with this word hope, it's, it's one of those funny words. It's one of those funny words where uh, when you talk about hope, it sounds a bit vague, like kind of what is hope? And in the English language, some words are like that, like love is kind of like that as well, where I can say in one sentence, hey, I love my wife. And uh, in the next sentence, I can say I love donuts, and uh, which I love both of them. One of them I love a bit too much, uh, and that's donuts. <laughs> I need to, need to unlove them a little bit more. But hope is kind of one of those words where you, what does it mean? And what does it mean? And what does hope not mean? And what, what is hope not? I think hope is not optimism. It's not wishful thinking. It's not like, uh, I think when, when we get that optimism and that wishful thinking, it actually takes us away from truth and reality. And uh, we, we get false hope. We get false hope in the way that, that uh, we, we convince ourselves that something will be true when it's not really. It's like us saying, hey, I'm, I'm struggling financially now, but my hope is in the lotto ticket that I bought this week. And uh, who knows? you've got a real long shot at that hope and it's not really based in reality uh, and that's not the hope we're talking about but what is hope hope is based in truth hope is is that hey things might not be going right right now things may be struggling right now but i still believe you god i still trust you god and uh, you're able to have that hope that despite your circumstances that you're able to go forward in that way it's not wishing it's not based on feelings as much but it's like this knowing just knowing this certainty that, God, I, I know that you will come through and you will be able to do these things in my life. If you're going to look for a, a definition of, of biblical hope, I just want to share this one with you. It says, biblical hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength is in his faithfulness. I think with hope, it's not based on your feelings. It's based, where does your hope rest? What is the foundation 
of your hope. And the Bible says this in Romans 15, 13, I pray that God, the source of your hope, the source of your hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you know we all need hope? If you've been around for a while, you'll know there'll be times in your life where you feel a bit hopeless, where you feel a bit short on hope, and uh, or if you've known someone, you know there's people around you that are short on hope right now and feeling a bit hopeless. But God wants to bring hope in there. And hope, the hopelessness is so damaging. It so uh, wrecks things uh, that we need to really look at this keenly in our life. And, uh, you know, often we're not hopeless in across the board. There'll be certain areas where we're hopeless. We feel a bit hopeless. It might be an addiction we're trying to break. And we just feel a bit hopeless. I, I just don't feel I can do this. I've tried so hard so many times. And maybe a child that's not walking with God and you're just like, man, is, is this, I just feel a bit hopeless in this situation. It may be you're looking to get married, uh, but there hasn't been anyone to come across your path yet. But you feel a bit hopeless. Am I always going to be alone? Am I always going to be sick? I'm dealing with sickness right now. Am I always going to be sick? Am I ever going to be out of this financial debt? And who knows, you can be in that place of, man, I just, I just can't see a way out. I just can't see I've, I've lost hope. And you know, we, we uh, Pastor Murray and I especially, but a lot of, a few of us here do some marriage prep and some marriage counsel. And one of the things we always say is, hey, if you've got hope and you can see that this can go forward, then it can, it can happen and it can go forward. But if you've lost hope, especially if it's in dire straits right now and it's hanging on by a thread, if you've lost hope, there's nothing that can be done. So keep hold of hope. And we've seen so many people. I had a, uh, a family come up to me this weekend, actually, and uh, they said, thanks for all you sewed in. Uh, a few years ago, they were going to break up. They were going to end it. It was getting bad. And, uh, and we, we sat down with them and, and spent some time with them. And, and now they've got a couple of kids, and, and they're doing really well. And, uh, and they want to actually catch up. They've asked to catch up this week. And they said, can we catch up and just chat? And uh, just want to share some stuff with you. So it's, it's amazing what hope can do when you've got it in there. But without it, we've seen so many people not do well with that. There's a couple of quotes I'm going to bring. I'm not going to try and pronounce the guy's name. He's a, a great, great man. But he says, to live without hope is to cease to live. To live without hope is to cease to live. And this one is a bit easier. Emil Brunner said, what oxygen is to the lungs, soap hope is to the meaning of life. Why is this? Why is this? What does hope do? What does it bring to us? I just want to give you a couple of quick things. And I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, but I want them to sink into you. Really listen in and go, God, speak to me through these as I do it. Some of them, you, you, you should know these scriptures anyway, but Hebrews 6.19, number one, it anchors us. It anchors us. Hebrews 6.19 says this, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And what does an anchor do? An anchor does two primary things. An anchor stops us from drifting. And who knows, when you don't have God in your life, <laughs> we drift into different areas. And even when we do, we can uh, many times drift from God or from the key things or the most important things in our life. And, and God wants to give us strength so that we don't drift off into the wrong things and end up with regret in the years to come. He wants to keep us on, on track with that. Also, it stops when the storms come. It gives us stability in the storm. 
And uh, God wants to give some people here right now, you might be going through a storm right now, and God's saying, hey, I'm your anchor. I'm your anchor in your soul, your most inner being. I want to anchor you and give you strength right now so you don't fall apart, so you don't get crushed by this, but you're able to move through and go forward in this time. Number two, it strengthens us. I love this scripture. It says in Isaiah 40, verse 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. How good is that? How good is that? Let that sink in to your spirit. I think there's some people here that need strength right now. And uh, actually, I need a bit of strength to do some running and things like that. It's starting to get a bit, a bit older now with this. But, uh, but let it sink in. Number three, and I love this. It gives us a foundation to love and serve others. It says in Hebrews 23 to 25, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And then look at this. Straight after this, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as someone in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. I love this. It says, Hold on tight to your hope. Hold on to God and get your hope from God. He will give you hope. But then from that place, there should be this overflowing of hope that goes beyond you. And, and as the church, we should come together and we should stir one and up and say, hey, how can we bring hope into other places? How can we stir hope in other people, in other places? Like Rwanda, we get to bring hope to Rwanda in this time. Like in our community, we get to bring hope. We hear stories all the time of people's lives, like Justin's, who started out hopeless but now have hope, and we get to be a part of that. And I want to encourage you here. Firstly, if you're lacking hope in yourself, get hope in yourself. But if you have, if you're feeling, man, I've got God on my side, I'm, I'm confident, I'm doing well, then really look at, hey, how am I doing it, putting hope into other people? How am I doing it, impacting other people's lives for Jesus? And, um, and one of the great ways we can do that this weekend is, is by bringing hope by bringing hope and I was thinking of, of Justin and I actually went to Rwanda about three years ago and got, we got to meet some of our compassion children and uh, it's so so special like we, we had uh, we've got a, a, a girl Rebecca and she was about 16 at the time and Roger who was 12 and Aline who was 5 at that time and we just started sponsoring Aline so she was a bit quiet but her dad was there with us and he had six kids and he was dressed up in this old suit and he came out to us and he's nearly in tears and he's talking through a translator just saying thank you so much you've changed that and he, he actually couldn't speak because he was overwhelmed with with what it meant to him and uh and um, she just kind of ran off and did her thing his daughter because she was five and she didn't really know what was going on but then roger i was talking to roger and uh and he um, he was spoken broken English, but we had a conversation and, and they took us to this little fairground. And uh, I remember as we went to the fairground, every ride that we were on, he would try and sit next to us. And, and you were trying to make like, hey, I'll sit next to this one on this ride. I'll sit next to this one. And you'd sit next to Rebecca and then he'd squeeze in the middle and he'd, he'd have this big smile on his face. He'd give you hugs all the time. And he was just beaming. And you could see he was filled with hope and he was filled with this. And then uh, Rebecca... Because she, she, she was sponsored a bit later and, and there was this, she looked a bit like her, her self-esteem was, had started off a bit lower, but she was starting to find who she was. And uh, uh, she was saying, yeah, I, I want to be a doctor. 
uh, when I go forward and leave school and, and, and was sharing with us. But it just hit me when I'm there with these young children, what I gave up to give hope to them and, and jazz uh, was not much at all. And I was talking to the kids this week and we were saying Compassion Weekends. They're like, can we give all of our pocket money to Compassion? Because we need to sponsor. We need to get another person in our family and, and we'll do this. Can we start a business again? And can we do this, that and the other? And they're getting it already. Hey, there's, there's more for what we give up and what we let go of in compared to the difference it makes in their life is so, so different. So different. We're giving up, uh, well, I haven't given up coffee, but, but some of the, I could probably give up a bit more coffee if I needed to. <laughs> Maybe that's how we'll sponsor the, the next child. But, but giving up some of these things we splurge on all the time so that we can change someone else's life, especially now we're in this pandemic time. The pandemic has been uh, quite good to us in Perth, but around in uh, many of these nations, they say they've been put back about 30 years to where they were because of the poverty. And uh, we get to bring real hope to them in this time and uh, and and what does that mean imagine if you were that family and you're sitting there and you, you can't send your kids to school you're in a small little home we saw many of the homes and they're small little homes they've got mosquitoes there they're, they've got like four or five kids in the size of probably one of our bedrooms with the with the ensuite and things like that in there and they're sitting there they can't feed their kids what they want they're not able to give medical care when they need it when they get sick there's, there's really nothing they can do but you can just see in their eyes that, that, that there isn't hope there and I think we're able to do that and I, I just picture being in that place and uh, I remember one of the compassion people who came last time he said when you uh, go to the kids the way they do it is they, they go over there and they go to take a photo of the children and they tell them that we're going to take a photo and we're going to try and find someone who can sponsor you so you'll be able to do these things and they said, when you go to take that photo of them, it actually kindles hope for some of them for the first time in their life. And they start to really get that, wow, something could change. And they said, when you go back to them and tell them they've been sponsored, he said, especially to the parents, it's just overwhelming. And they're just like, wow, we can, it, it, it produces hope in them. And uh, so that's what we're going to do today. And uh, we're going to, in a moment, open up for prayer for people as well. But in the, um, in the foyer, there will be space for you to go look at the children that need sponsoring in there. Many of them for hundreds of days been waiting for this person to come around and say, hey, you've been sponsored and you'll be able to sponsor someone. And I love this. I read this about hope this week. I'm just going to finish on this. But this quote is by Reniero Cantalamessa. And this is what it says. It says, hope is one of the three great theological virtues the others being faith, love and faith. They are like three sisters. Two of them are grown and the other is a small child. They go forward together hand in hand with the child hope in the middle. Looking at them, it would seem like the bigger ones are pulling the child, but it's actually the, the other way around. It's the little girl who's pulling the two bigger ones. It's hope that pulls faith and love. Without hope, everything would stop. I just want to encourage you. When we bring hope into people's life, it's like a seed that goes in that you don't know what's going to come from it. Like Justin, I think when Pastor Aaron Sue sponsored him, say 20 years ago, they wouldn't have seen what would have come of that. And we still haven't seen the fullness of that. 
But the seeds of hope that we get to sow in that will produce faith and love and good things in that family are amazing. So we're going to do that this afternoon, next weekend. We'll have Compassion Weekend as well. But um, I'd just love it if you stand right now. We're just going to pray. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us. And special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus, both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.